Welcome to the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I'm Nicole, an equine assisted empowerment coach for creatives. Along with my horses, I am here to guide you to a more empowered and authentic creative life. Each week, I will dive into industry and inner work topics and offer tools and resources, including some horse wisdom and or share an interview with a fellow creative about their personal journey. If you are ready to begin living your creative purpose and a life of more joy and meaning, then this is the show for you. Let's get started. Hi, everyone. Welcome back. I hope you uh, enjoyed last week's podcast with Caitlin Martins. We, uh, If you missed it, we talked about being a multi-passionate creative and all the ins and outs and ups and downs of that. So if you missed it, definitely go back and give that a listen. And this week, I am kind of jumping uh, off a tangent from that conversation a little bit. Actually, it's is probably a, a tangent from a couple of my previous podcasts. Uh, and we're going to talk about finding clarity around our creative gifts. And what brought this to mind was I was I, I was talking to a friend uh, the other day, and she's in a very exciting uh, transitional space right now of, uh, you know, finding what brings her joy and um, transmuting that into uh, creating a life that she wants, that she loves, you know, creating a new uh, career for herself. So um, I'll have to have her on the podcast one day. That'll be a very exciting conversation. But for now, it just, uh, I'm not going to go into the details of it. I just want to bring up some things that it uh, uh, that I thought would be valuable to share with you guys, because we talk a lot about, you know, big vision, we talk a lot about how important it is to find uh, and foster these interests we have. But what about once we actually find them? You know, what do we do? I think that those next steps are what really throw people off, because it's like, I really love this. But um, sometimes we go down the rabbit hole of there's no money to be made, or there's, um, it's not feasible. I don't know enough, you know, imposter syndrome. I mean, we can come up with all these different excuses, but there's um, very manageable uh, steps that we can take no matter what position you're in, whether you're still working a corporate job or whether you're uh, in a completely different industry. You know, there's always steps we can take now. And that's kind of what I want to share a little bit about with you this week. Um by the way, I'm probably speaking more specifically to those of you that want to take your gifts and really create something for yourself, like whether it's a side job or a full-time business, but um, you probably are being called to something bigger, called to something more than where you are in this moment. And once we find the things that really light us up and bring us joy, then we can find some clarity around which of those things we really want to dive deeper into, which of those things that we can see ourselves doing for uh, a career or a job or uh, things that might just want to remain a um, release for us or a fun side hobby. I don't want to say hobby. We were talking last week about not calling all these things hobbies because they're all part of us. There's a reason we all wanted to um, partake in different activities. And I think that there's benefit to us on a personal level, emotional level, whatever level that goes beyond it just being, you know, a hobby. But 
um, we can't make every single interest we have into our career, right? So um, one thing I want to say about that is that when I was doing all of my uh, trying to figure out what I wanted to do, uh, at the beginning of this, I was still working my corporate design job. I did not know what path I wanted to take. I did not know I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I did not know uh, if I wanted my horses to actually be a part of my career or if I just wanted them back in my life in general. Um, I just had no idea. And so I would draw these mind maps. And if you don't know what a mind map is, um, I will, uh, I need to, I will try and add a picture of that um, into the Facebook group. Um, and maybe I'll, I will find a link and put in the show notes, but in general, you start with a big idea in the middle and then you go out to all these different branches. And so like I would start with an interests, um, things that bring me joy in the middle and out from that, I would put horses, nature, uh, experiential design, um, inspiring people. And then you just keep branching off more and more into these like subtopics. So it's kind of like an outline. You could do this in outline form too, but it would, um, it doesn't look as fun. <laughs> um, but after I did, I probably did like 30 of these mind maps to really get down to the basics, which is basically the things that I just told you, which was horses, experiential design and nature and inspiring people. And um, from that point, uh, I knew that I wanted to find a way that I could combine those into uh, uh, a creative career, into my creative purpose, and that's that's how I began researching. But I had to figure out what it was that I really, really loved that I didn't mind um, doing every day. Like I could spend hours out with my horses and completely lose track of the time. I could spend hours talking with people about their big dreams and um, brainstorming what they're going to do. I could spend hours looking up ideas and images and researching things for uh, designs that I, um, creating experiences, like for me, for my retreat center that I want to, that I will eventually have. Um, you know, I could spend hours looking up things on that. So I think if you're deciding whether or not something is going to be a career for you or something is going to remain uh, just something special uh, on the side, I would look at, you know, work is always going to be work, but it's the work that you don't mind doing. So like, I don't mind cleaning up my horse's poop. I don't mind getting dirty out there, you know, um, when I'm grooming them. It's, 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 so it's the things that other people might see as, oh, that is definitely not something I want to do every day. Um, but you don't mind doing it. So I think that that's like the best thing to look at is what is the work that you don't mind doing? And that can help guide you, uh, as you're trying to eliminate some of these interests, uh, I think Caitlin was talking last week about the lino cuts. Lino cuts are very physically demanding. So the idea of doing those all the time is not necessarily, you know, something that she would want to do every day. So those are just things to think about. And then once you 
I'm kind of giving you guys the broad overview here, by the way, because we only have so much time on this podcast. But um, once you have those things broken down, then you can start seeing uh, how they can connect together and how they might form into your big vision. So if you haven't thought about a big vision, and when I say a big vision, I basically just mean what do you see yourself doing you know, you know, what is the big dream you have for yourself? And I go back to my retreat center, because for me, that's the easiest example I can give, because that is what I feel like everything is working toward. And that is actually where I started was um, the retreat center, I didn't know, I started with my interest there. And then I knew I wanted to have some sort of retreat center, I knew I wanted to be like a camp style retreat center. Um, very like similar to a camp that I used to go to when I was younger. Um, but that incorporated all of these new values and ideals. And I want it to be a place somewhere where people could go and have an experience, a transformational experience. So that was one thing I had to break down. I knew I didn't want to just own a retreat center and let people pay me to come do their own thing or to come do weddings. Like I wanted to actually facilitate what happens at this retreat center. And so then when I look back at my interests and how they all start connecting, um, then I start researching. I started researching things, um, jobs uh, that I didn't know existed. Like I would look for things that would include horses. I would look for things that also included creating experiences. Um, I looked for things that uh, that was out in nature. And it was hard at first, because I was looking at all these things piecemeal. And I couldn't connect the dots just yet. But then I started um, attending some seminars and doing some things. And this was a story I told my friend, I went to this uh, equestrian business women's event. It was the first one, just happened to be the first one at that time in my life uh, that they were putting on. And it just happened to be like an hour and a half away from where I lived. And I go and I had no idea what I was going to say. I just said I was starting a blog because at the time I didn't know what else to do. So I was like, I love to write. I'm going to start a blog and just, you know, kind of document my journey. And um, it was called Leather and Sawdust. So if you guys ever see that pop up, that's uh, a page on my Facebook that I still need to like, uh, get rid of probably, or adjust to whatever, um, adjust to my Nicole Romero creative, but, um, but it was my starting point, right? So I went and I was like, I have, um, an equine design for, for, uh, horse, uh, lovers blog kind of thing. I didn't even know what it was, but I had a card, I had a business card and I had a logo, (laughs) but I had no idea what I was doing. And um, anyway, at this event, I sat down by the moderator, and this moderator, uh, I I mean, unbeknownst to me, this moderator um, ended up only being there for two of the the first two talks of the seminar, which is strange, because I guess she was just signed up to moderate for two of them. But she, like, introduced the event and all that, and we were talking, and she started telling me, about what she actually did 
which was she had a, basically like a they she held retreats. They worked with the horses. They did falconry. They did had people come up and really do this inner work and had this transformational experience. I was like, what? It's <laughs> like that's amazing. I was like, I didn't know that was actually like a thing, and it didn't really connect at that time, but it planted the seed for me. And, and she left like two talks later, but she was there long enough for just us to have this conversation. And uh, after that, you know, the universe just started putting in front of me these people that actually did these things with horses that uh, created experiences with horses to help inspire people to live their best lives. It's just um, to help people do this inner work to have this uh, transformational journey. And it's just one of those things, like, I don't know that I would have, you know, it's not something I would have recognized had I not done the work leading up to it. You know, I had to let myself be led down these little paths. I had to let myself be open to what might be out there. And, um, I had, uh, I'm repeating myself here, but I, I, you know, had to surrender and just let the path lead me. And so all that to say that this is this was a result of me just looking at what my interests were, just taking a chance on doing a seminar that fell into one of those interests, and then the dots slowly start to connect. And so as we move through and we collect these signs, we begin to build our nest. And uh, we create like that home base that we can go back to. And, you know, when we don't know exactly what direction we're going, we're building that nest and we're also building community. So we're building a a foundation for ourselves by finding the clues and putting them all together and finding these people that have similar values and that are aligned on a similar path. Um, and it's just crazy now when I think back on it, because three years ago, you know, some of these people that I am now on first name basis with, some of which are my mentors or coaches, like I just heard on a podcast or I read a book or I read an article or I saw them at a seminar and, you know, here we are all kind of growing collectively in the same direction and it's exciting and it's fun because we all have these similar goals. You know, we think we're sitting in the corporate office and we're looking around and wondering why all these people are, um, you know, they're all just going through the grind and we feel so different and we feel so alone and we don't know there's this whole other world out there that we just have to seek it out. And then we have that support and we have these people that understand that we want more and that understand the, um, these dreams that, that are, you know, driving us crazy sitting here at our desk. So we build, so let me recap just a little bit. We narrow down our, what brings us joy. We narrow down those interests. We figure out what we actually, the work that we don't mind doing. We look at our big vision, and I think I kind of got off there. We, we want to work backwards from that big vision and see where we can start now. Um, you know, we can break down our big vision into the kind of things that we might want to look for and um, which that 
finding out about this other line of work for me helped me do with the retreat because I found out there's something I can do now by working with my horses and creating experiences where I am now before I get to that retreat center. So we have to find what it is that is that next little step. So if we're working our corporate job, if you're still working your corporate job, um, you want to look at things while you're on your breaks. When I was still at my job, I took every single break, every single lunch break. I went in early. I left a tad bit late, as late as I could, because I had to pick up my baby from daycare. But uh, I just took advantage of every free moment to look things up, to research, to see, read. I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many books I listen to. Listen to podcasts, um, you know, not just mine. <laughs> um, anything that's going to help educate you toward that goal. It's just about building and building. And it feels so far away when you start. But I, I could never imagine being where I am now even three years ago when I started, had no idea where it was going to lead me. And if we can just be brave enough to like, follow that thing, the path just gets starts getting laid for you. And there's nothing cooler than when you just start seeing the dots start to connect. And when you just start seeing all of your interests come into play, and all these things that maybe that you love doing that you thought were worthless, or that you didn't see how it could ever fit into a career, you start to see how it all comes together. And it's just, I don't, it's, it's like magic. It really is. It's, it's, it's familiar magic because you really get back to, we think that we're trying to grow into this different person. And believe me, I am not, I don't recognize the person that I was back when I, when I first started this journey. Um, I am just, but it's because I've returned to myself. It's not because we're becoming somebody else. It's because we're remembering who we are. I love that quote. She remembered who she was and the game changed. I can't tell you off the top of my head who said it, but it's one of my favorite quotes. And it's so true because that's just it. We suppress all these things and I'm going on a little bit of a tangent here. Sorry. We suppress all these things and we just push it down and we think we have to do things a certain way. And even when we think we're doing them different, we're actually not. And we forget. We just forget. We forget what's important. We forget how important it is to feel joy in what we do. We think that's just the way society is. That's just the way our jobs have to be. Work is supposed to be work and we're supposed to be miserable, make a paycheck and, you know, work at a job forever until we can hopefully retire, but we probably can't retire because we won't have enough money. And then we die. I mean, <laughs> it's just a sad reality. Like there's just so much more to life, guys. Like we have to, we have to be present and we have to enjoy what we're doing because no one else around us will be happy and we will be miserable. And it's just, time's just too short. Life is too short. And it's just, if we can start realizing how important our gifts are and realizing that we have them, by the way, I think a lot of times we don't realize these things that we're naturally good at or um, how much good they can bring to the world. And we, we always, people don't believe it until we, you know, you use the example, you're talking to your friend 
and they don't see their whatever skill they have is worth anything, but you find that particular skill to be incredibly difficult and you don't want to do it, but you're grateful that they can do it. And we all have those gifts and we all have these things that we're just naturally inclined to do because it's what we're meant to do to, you know, everything that we do is creating more good. It's creating more positivity. It's, it's building a better world. It is. And You know, I know that things can be overwhelming, particularly right now, when you try to sit back and you try to think about this big dream and you try to think about uh, what on earth you could possibly do when you're just scraping the bottom of the barrel and you're working paycheck to paycheck. But you don't have to jump off the cliff, but you do have to take a little bit of a leap of faith and trust that when you start seeking the things that are going to bring you joy, it's going to meet you halfway. They're going to start, things are going to start coming back to you and you'll notice it. I promise you'll notice it. You're going to start seeing the signs. You're going to start seeing what can be, what the possibilities are. And that's kind of what I want to leave you with this week, I guess. You know, take these practical things, have some fun, do a mind map, figure out your gifts, figure out what brings you joy, think about your big vision, and then think about what you can do now. Think about what you could do on a weekend, if it's a workshop, if it's building something online, if it's a person you know that you want to interview. Like, I just, um, I just, I, I guess the thing that I get really sad about and worked up about is is people who just let their gifts lie and they it's wasted potential and you know maybe that's selfish of me but I love seeing people do what they love and I love seeing people step into their gifts I mean there's just nothing more inspiring than that when we see how powerful we all are on our own, and together when we're all working collectively for like a greater good and for, um, you know, to really just improve our lives and to, and to be there for each other in community. And, um, and that's what I, I want you guys to find. That's the work I do. So if you guys need any support in this, in finding clarity around your gifts or how you want to use them, um, you know, feel free to reach out to me. I, I do do uh, individual uh, coaching right now, and I've got some things in the work for some group coaching. So feel free to reach out to me uh, on any social platform or email or uh, Facebook, Instagram, any of that. So if you're looking for some support in this, um, let me know. But uh, nothing would bring me more joy than to inspire you guys to find yours. So Have fun this week. Explore, discover. That's the fun part, guys. Just keep exploring, discovering. Um, You know, if we can get into this constant state of exploration and how exciting it is to to learn new things and to discover new things about ourselves and about what we love. You know, I can't tell you how much I've learned from my three-year-old. I mean, seriously, if 
you need some perspective, go talk to a toddler uh, or a young child. <laughs> like, it's, it's amazing the things that we've forgotten, the simplicities that we've forgotten that really carry us through and that really, um, you know, make us us and the beauty that's in the world. So, all right, I'm going to wrap it up there. <laughs> Because that could be a whole nother conversation. Um, have fun. Enjoy the rest of your week. And I'll be back here same time next week. Have a good one, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on the Nicole Romero Creative Podcast. I hope you found this inspiring and motivating. And if so, please share with your friends or anyone that you think would enjoy this content. If you'd like to get to know me more, you can visit NicoleRomeroCreative.com, find me on Instagram at NicoleRomeroCreative, or you can join me and your creative peers over in the Creative Catalyst community on Facebook. That is a very engaged group, and we would love to have you, and you can share your ideas, join in on inspiration and topics, and let me know anything that you want to hear in this podcast or ask any questions that this content may have brought up for you. So until next time, thank you so much for joining us. And remember, creativity matters and your particular brand of creativity matters. So keep lighting up the world with what makes you you.